Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back to the program. My next guests are Ilia Torres and Selena Ramos. They are sisters whose family immigrated to the U.S. in 1981, two short years after the start of the brutal Salvadoran Civil War that ravaged the country from 1979 to 1992. Listen in as they tell tales of how the family lived and survived literally in the crossfire of warring groups. The hope is you will come away with a greater appreciation for living in the relative peace and freedom here in the United States. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Um, And I wanted you here because there is a, it seems to be a growing attitude about America and how horrible of a place it is. And it's the systemic racism and all the horrible things that people can think about. And so I wanted to have you here because you both immigrated from El Salvador, correct? When, When was that? 1981. 1981. Okay, that's a day or two, right? How old were you, Selena, when you came here? I was here? eight. You were eight. And Elia? I was 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Just about 15. Okay. There are a hundred other countries in the world that someone could move to. So why, why would you, why, why America? Why did your parents choose America to come to? Really? Uh, what my understanding from what our dad talked to us about was one because we had family living here already we had two aunts living here and so during the civil war in el salvador they wanted you know our family to be safe so that's why they told our dad that you know maybe we should consider moving out and coming here but um there were other countries considered right Ellen? canada canada was one of them and, and australia australia, <laughs> australia also so. but it was a lot easier for us because um our aunts were here so they applied for for visa for my my dad her brother so that's why it was a lot easier for us to to get a visa here than going in canada because we did apply to Canada and they deny <laughs> the visa. Canada so, denied your visa? Mm-hmm. And why was that, do you think? Uh, well, because um, since we were, um, my dad had applied for asylum because of the problems in El Salvador, um, uh, Canada didn't see that we were really at risk, that, they, that, we, that we were uh, we're not targets, you know, yeah, of we the target, yeah. of, you know, the violence or whatever that was mm-hmm. happening at the time. Yeah, they they were giving visa only to those people who were actually in real danger. And I mean, we were in danger. I mean, there was a war in El Salvador, and everyone was, but um, they were only accepting those who were actually specifically involved, targeted, involved, yeah. and involved directly in mm-hmm. the struggle. You know, in the strife between the guerrillas and the so tell us a little bit about, or a lot of it, the the civil war that was going on. How long did that go it, on? Well, it started in 1979, mm-hmm. around 78. Well, actually, even earlier than that, that I, I can remember, uh, probably rebels, you know, riots and things like this, probably way even like in, in San Miguel, we, when where she was born. Uh, way before that, I, people were still already <clears throat> uh, getting um, complaining about uh, the issues because, I mean, our countries, Central America, they have corrupted uh, politicians. And so, you know, people obviously, farmers especially, are the ones who are least um, heard. And so they were, uh, they started you know and um and then all of a sudden what I, from what i i remember i all of a sudden i see 
soldiers and this group of people fighting. You know, there were guns, you know, it just all of a sudden just uh, we were the kids outside playing and all of a sudden we hear gunshots, gunshots you know, in the streets. So, and that's actually in, in San Diego, even like I say, in San Diego, when back in 73, let's say, um, but it got worse, obviously, as it progressed, yeah. it progressed to a point that it was not livable. Um, it went on until probably in the late 80s, probably, I would think, yeah. where, where finally the um, gorillas, the, uh, not gorillas, the gorillas. <laughs> yeah, the gorillas, yeah. The, the military, the, 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 what we call it, like the a rebels, militia group yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. The yeah they, they, they won. They won the, uh, you know, for the people. So we, assumingly, we thought it was for the people. By that time, I remember, I mean, a lot of, I mean, like thousands upon thousands of uh, Salvadorians died. About 8,000 people. Civilians that Civilians. had nothing to do with the <laughs> because we were, we, you know, you were like I, like I was explaining, you know. Sometimes we would be walking. Many times I would be walking to the school, where, you know, with my younger sister. She's only two years older than Selena, and uh, I would be walking to school, and all of a sudden, uh, a uh, encounter between the soldiers and the rebels will will be just there, and so. We are just in the middle of it. Yeah. So in the cross, so these 8,000 yeah. people that died were just kind of what Casualties. we consider ca collateral damage exactly. from war. Mm -hmm. so That's horrific. So many, so many people die, and, and then at the end of that, it turned out that uh, this, this uh, group that they said that they were fighting for the people turned out to be as corrupted. Power corrupts absolutely, exactly. and it's so disappointing because you you see, you know, all these people that die for a cause, and and to find out that we're uh, nothing happened, no change. So they, the corruption just went from one group to another. Basically, yeah. So that I'm trying to get my head around, we have no clue here, and and that's it's hard to understand the value of being here in America. I don't. I don't appreciate it. I grew up here in California. School fights, that's about all I dealt with. But nothing, to imagine, you know, walking to school innocently and just have a... And that's a, normal. I mean, and I feel like that's, that's normal how, it for there. how it should oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, for, for anywhere. I mean, I mean, you don't expect to grow up in a... In a neighborhood where there's, you know, violence and, you know, shooting, you know, you don't know where it's going to come from. It's not normal. I mean, you expect, you know, for your kids to grow up in a quiet, you know, environment, you know, normal. It's not the, it's not the norm, you know, to be, you know, grow, to grow up in a place where... You're fearing for your life every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, were, there were times because... I mean, every it went to the point that every day there was always an encounter, and so even when we would go out, I'm sure my mom, you know, as as kids, we we don't know the stress that she was going through. But my dad, he he was a surveyor, so he would be sent to, uh, you know, um, measure, <laughs> you know, the survey. So and he, we would not see him for weeks, and so we're on this town and. We don't know, uh, you know, if he's okay. If he's okay, and, and he so, doesn't know if his family is okay. Yeah, you know, being be, far away. Yeah, too. and because we have, we have, we have to go to school. We we have we continue our life. Uh, we we have to continue, and yeah, there were many times like even when I was in the school, and there would be encounters, and the rebels, even the soldiers, they would come inside our school, and then they would start fighting. Look, because they were looking for people, you know, yeah. they, they thought that, you know, somebody might have, you know, run into the school, mm -hmm. so they went in after yeah. them. And they would, be, they would put the students in danger, so we would, what would we do? We'd have to go and hide under the stairs, you know, places where, you know, trying to, uh, the teachers trying to keep the students safe, and because of that, then students also got killed. You know, and that that was normal. You know that that would, and then after that was over, 
you know, how can you study like this? You can't focus on, no. oh, well, my homework assignment. <laughs> no, You're just trying to survive. I can't, I can't exactly. even. That's, that messes with your... After that, I mean, I would, the first thing I do is I, I'll run and, and look for my little sister. At that time, she was in kindergarten, you know, and, and because I'm worried for her, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to her. And, and then on top of that, there were people on the street, you know, dead already. And, and, and that's, you, like, you just saw people yeah, in the dead in the streets yeah. daily? Well, I, 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 saw I, a couple, I saw a couple, but from far away. And yeah. I was, that stays with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can picture, you know, when we were walking by and my dad kept saying, no, don't look over there, don't look over there. Yeah. So. <laughs> so when, because when I used to go and pick up, since my sister was smaller, so I, I have to, I will hold Shelter her. her yeah. yeah, and I will hold her face on that way she would not look, but I have to look. Because I'm on the older one, so I have to, you know, and, and sometimes you have to, you know, I, I was curious, so I would look to see if I knew, <laughs> if I knew that person. Which I hated. I hated because I didn't want to do it, but I, I did it anyway because I want to know if I knew if it was a friend of mine or something. You know, so no, it it was not. So how many good memories was this going on your entire childhood? Uh, probably between that I can remember, probably ten to till we come here, fourteen, fifteen. Years. So five years of your child. Yeah. Then you you before, watched this. Mm -hmm, yeah, because before that, I mean, I there was if it was when it started, we didn't see it in our cities. It started in you know in other yeah, areas. Scripts, yeah. But as as people as uh, as the, the rebellion, revolution yeah. it grew, then it started to, you know, it's kind of like an epidemic that it starts, starts spreading. Yeah. and starts spreading everywhere. And then everybody gets together, and then, and then by then there were several um, rebel groups, you know, that they they wanted to overrun the the country, the, the government, the, the government. They because the to, government was corrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the government was. And then then there was a point where we had a, a curfew. Okay. And then after after six o'clock p.m. from from. Um, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., no one was allowed to be in the street. And if anyone was seen in the street, you will be killed. They just sh what, shoot on sight? Mm -hmm. That yeah. was their instruction? And that's how one of our friends got killed. Roberto? Yeah, I remember. Because mm -hmm. uh, he, what happened is that he, he was in, in the bus. He was uh, uh, driving to the city, and apparently he fell asleep. And, uh, and the bus driver didn't see him. And so he left and, and parked the, the bus. And so apparently that, that's, that's what they're concluding. The story you have. Concluding. And then, of course, uh, he got out and... Just trying to make his way home? Yeah. And they, they found him dead in the street, of course. Yeah. Wow. And how old was he? He probably was in his early 20s. Wow. Yeah, 21, 22. Probably. So him knowing that curfew, knowing that that... Yeah. I wonder why he didn't just stay in the yeah. bus or something until yeah. the next day. You never yeah, know. I mean, who knows? Who knows Again, what went on? It, you, I can't imagine trying to survive just mentally in Confused. something like that, confusing and not knowing where to go or, or wondering if you're going to get yeah. Yeah, shot or thinking. hurt at every turn. I mean, I've, I've interviewed some some war veterans and just that kind of mentality where they just didn't know if around every bend it was going to be their last day mm -hmm. yeah. the the stress that must cause and the, like the ptsd that that but, carries and, but if you think about it as a veteran they kind of you're kind of expect to see this kind of strife you know that you don't know you know what's going to happen <laughs> i mean you're conditioned to that that's why you, right. you go to you know boot camp and all that you know they they train mm -hmm. true true as a civilian yeah you're just <laughs> As going, a kid, yeah, like yeah, uh, it sounds out. I'm gonna go play. And yeah, and I'm thinking like I'm get, I'm guessing he woke up. He got, he was confused. Oh shoot! What? You know, I fell asleep, and and then what to do? You know, I I don't. His mind. I wonder what the state of mind. He was. Well, as a 20 year old, you you're not think, thinking straight. Most you're still a kid. <laughs> you can you think you you can you can get away with get it. away with it. You know, try maybe around and get home. However, you can, and hopefully they will not see you that you're in the street. 
I'm, I'm guessing that <laughs> he might have yeah, been thinking that. that yeah. yeah. So the civilians that were that lost their lives were they were you allowed, were people allowed to have like funerals for them or was it? Yeah. You just okay. There wasn't yeah, like a yeah, just yeah. mass no slaughters and people just going no. into mass graves or anything like that. No. In, in some times, of course, is the uh, you know uh, if you were actually. Um, connected with uh, any of the um, uh, rebels, let's say, then you don't want to let the other person know that you know this person because uh, they were always spies, let's say. Informants and, and spies, informants, yes. Yeah, they were who to, to know because right now apparently that's what's going on in Salvador, some things like this. Yeah. And then uh, and they come up with Sometimes they could lie. They could say, "Yeah, you are you are a member of uh, one of the guerrillas," and then the soldiers will just come to your home and kill you with no proof of anything. Yeah, they don't just have because just from somebody's word of mouth. Just somebody's word. word. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember like when COVID was going crazy and people were turning. In, they, they were like, I don't know if they were given rewards or I know I know like in China they were doing turning in your neighbors for not wearing your masks and. That's, I think people got scared because they hear about situations like mm -hmm. you grew up with where, yeah, you, my neighbor could tell, say, oh, the, these guys are, they're, they're doing this, this, and this. And like you say, they just come in, no proof, there's no yeah. judge, jury, yeah. nothing. You just, yeah. just on someone's word. Mm -hmm. So you, all, you were always, I remember for me, we were always among my older siblings because with, with Selena and, and my other siblings they were too young to understand what was going on but with us we used to talk but you know like always in whisper we don't express ourselves you know because we don't we don't know who else is listening and and will so there's that know? fear on top of mm -hmm. you can being ask. shot just be from being outside and then now who's who so you don't trust anyone anymore no, you don't trust anyone yeah which divides people even more. Even more yeah. What a horrible way to live. Yeah. And then in that, you know, to the point, like I say, that, that you don't know if the next day you're going to make it back home. You know, every day I remember <laughs> that, that I do. I remember that with, with any of my family who is the one who will be missing today. You know, that, that fear that you don't know if we will all be together. But actually, we were blessed because <laughs> my whole family, we were able to live. We were able to, uh, no one was harmed. Well, that is a blessing. Yeah, Holy cow. All of us, yeah. I, just two days ago, I was talking with a friend who served like a study abroad in Chile when Pinochet was. Mm, yeah. And I, I don't know history. I remember history. I was taught history in high school, but don't remember it. And... He was saying that right after he got there is when Pinochet came out of power. But everyone that he talked to knew somebody who knew someone who had disappeared. Oh, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Same situation. They would just show up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of thing. That, that that's like that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. reminiscent of like Nazi mm -hmm. Germany. Like mm -hmm. it's it's day. almost like a fairy tale when I hear it because yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. Day, yeah, every day you live in in fear. Your life is fear. You don't know, you don't know anything else, but know that you need to just survive. You know, they, as a child, you know, I'm, I'm still, I, 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 I feel like is this life? Is that, is, is, is this, this all there is? Is there? Is you know, because you don't know, <laughs> you don't know any more than what you're seeing in in your in your country. You know, you you hear on TV and all that, but that's only on TV. Your life is this. And this is this is what your world is. Live in fear. You know, it's it's. It seems so bleak and hopeless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what does that do to you? I mean, what does that do to you? I mean, you were probably young enough that it didn't matter. So yeah. So what does that do to your your psyche or your mentality? I mean, what? You know, um, sometimes when I, I I don't know Selena, but sometimes when I because. Uh, once in a while, I will, obviously, when we came here, we, um, uh, we st I will still have nightmares, of course. You know, I, I felt like I was still living over there. Um, when we came here was sometime in April, 
So, you know, two months later, three months later, it was 4th of July here, you know, and then, and then, they, then you have the fireworks, and it brought all this memory, because that sound, you know, like yeah, that Yeah, the, the popping sound of yeah, this it gunfire. Was, it, it felt like I was back in El Salvador again. You know, that, that fear that, the, you know, are we going to, is this, are we back again? No, <laughs> this, is, this can be. <laughs> no, and I did. Actually, for the longest time, I still had, like, with the sound of um, helicopters. Yeah. I would get, like, this little panic sensation mm-hmm. whenever I hear, like, a helicopter. It would make my heart, you know, start pounding, you know, but then, uh, then you know, just, oh, wait, no, it's just a helicopter. No, there's nothing. Yeah, but the helicopters meant different things there. Yeah, because yeah. that's where they, they would, I, I don't know the why. Soldiers the, the soldiers would that, were, I guess, would, they start that's how they would, you know, transport, I guess. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I always remember that every time there was a helicopter sound, then... Then you'd start hearing, you know, the the gun, the gunshots. Because I mean, sometimes they would they know where the um, group of uh, rebels were sitting. Uh, someone told them, tipped them on that there there's a group, and then they start, you know, they all of a sudden we hear the helicopter and we start hearing all the the, gun, the gunfire, the gunfires, you know, and yeah, all of us. <laughs> yeah. And so that that that's that's what I I, I remember having for the longest time for years years mm-hmm. afterwards every time i hear a helicopter like you know i would get that little anxious feeling you know like ugh. that's post-war P- yeah. ptsd yeah. for sure yeah. it, it follows all the same mm-hmm. and sometimes uh while we were sleeping all of a sudden the the also the fire fire i mean the gunshot gunshots we'll hear that in you know, then my dad will just gather us and try to hide us the farthest we're... Away from the Away, house. yeah, because our house, got, got, my mom used to have a store, and so it was kind of like a, a It was front. a corner. It was it in was the corner, corner house, so, you know, from both sides. So uh-huh. we would get shot. Our house was all with... Gun, gunshots in your house Through. just because of the crossfire mm-hmm. yeah, the they weren't crossfire. targeting you but. yeah well they weren't yeah they weren't targeting us but we were just right in the middle like they say what do you call it crossfire yeah, yeah. yeah colli- they call it collateral Colla- damage collateral in, 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 damage. in the, military the one, the one thing remember and this is right right before we left the the one that i don't know it was some, I, I I don't know guns. I don't know calibers of it's you know, okay. but a huge, you know, bullet that went traverse the whole way, you know, from the front of the house, from the front door. Yeah. My dad tracked it from the front of the house to all the way to the back of the house. Yeah. And it it and you used to sleep in the in one of uh, the beds. In one of the beds was a um, a bunk bed. A bunk, a bunk bed. bed yeah. In the top bunk, the the bullet yeah, went yeah. through the the head rail. It was yeah. a metal headrail. It went through the head, you know, the headboard, <laughs> and to the back wall, through the bathroom in the back, yeah. to all the way. That night, I would have died, <laughs> but because I was, I was slept. fighting because I was, you know, for a couple of days it had been pretty calm, and so I, you know, I wanted to sleep on my bed, <laughs> and then I was fighting with my dad, and I said, "No, you're not going to sleep because bunk, something, yeah. something, if." Something happened. For that very reason. Yeah, and so he always had us sleep on the floor, for for the same reason. And that very night, I remember I I, I wanted to sleep, <laughs> and then my dad said no. Did and he say, "See, yeah. this is why I told you that." <laughs> yeah, that's why even I still remember I would not be alive because of my dad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what you said, eighty-one. So how what did that process look like of you uprooting your entire lives there? And coming here, how did you, did you drive? Did you fly? Mm -hmm. How did did you get here? My dad drove Mm -hmm. from El Salvador through Through Guatemala, Guatemala, Mexico, all the way to California. (laughs) Where did did you come in in California? Los Angeles. Oh, like Tijuana? Tijuana. Yeah, Tijuana. I don't remember. Tijuana, (laughs) yeah, through Tijuana and then Los Angeles. So what was, why why that, why Tijuana? Is that where your family Yeah, my aunt used to live. was in in like LA. In LA, okay. Well, yeah, Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach, yeah. That's where she lived and so that's where we we first meet. And how long did that journey take? Oh, that was a a long journey. (laughs) At least about... 
at least about a week. So d- did you know people along the way? or, or So in Mexico, Mexico, right, my uncle, his wife had... They had, actually, they had migrated a year before because of the situation. They had left El Salvador and they moved to Mexico. Okay. And, and they were in Jalisco. That's, they they mm. were staying there. And so a year later, of course, when we were driving by, then we stopped there and we rested there for at least a day and then and continue driving. Did and my dad drive the whole time because at that time we were all... My, underage. The oldest was, what, 17? 17. Yeah. So he didn't know how he to didn't drive. Have, yeah. yeah. He didn't know how to drive. So you, you just pack up your clothes in a suitcase and mm-hmm. that's it? You left everything? Yeah. Yeah, they sold most everything yeah. and a, oh, a few things. So my dad had, had a brother mm-hmm. still in El Salvador. And so he left some, some things, some furniture, you know, books yeah. and stuff that he says, like, I can't take that, but just keep it for me until I can come and get it. Just <laughs> <laughs> never did. Never yeah. Did. Yeah. Do you still have family there? Yeah, cousins and, um, yeah, mainly cousins because my uncle, well, died, he just yeah. passed away. Yeah, he died last year. Last year, yeah. So the so. Civil War somewhat ended. Mm-hmm. R- r- like in the r- 80, late like 80s? 84, no, like 84, 86, I think that's when it finally it started. Um, yeah. It eased, you know, they came to, you know, some, some peace agreements. And, mm-hmm. and but it didn't get better, though. It's I mean, as far as the corruption, the corruption's still there, but as far as the the lifestyle and safety. Constant, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it got worse in a sense because then already the countries, it had that fear. People don't trust each other, and then the then we have now the these gangs, you know, like the Maratrucha, which is happening again now, right? Mm, well, right Recently. now is being is is being controlled. controlled with this new government. So we hopefully that this this new government is is better. It's not as corrupted. It seems like a lot of people are talking about him. Bukele is a, is a new president mm-hmm. now. He's been now for two years. Two years two now. Years. And he he's made a, he's lot, made of a changes. lot of changes. So mm-hmm. he has, you know, targeted some of the corrupt um, branches and people. That and got rid of, uh, uh, even that they were in office, got rid of a lot of those corrupted officials and things. So so people, we have hope <laughs> as, as uh, yeah. citizens. So we they, they, yeah, they, they have hope that this guy, we know, will will make good good decisions and changes for the country in which and people that have gone back since he's taken off they say they have seen a change so mm-hmm. so it's safe enough to go back mm-hmm. you can go back it's and visit safe. and yeah okay. because before even after that when things kind of settled down a lot of people weren't comfortable even going there because uh, some friends that have traveled you know they they between gangs they knew now so now we don't we don't have these rebels but now we have all these malicious it's the same gangs. thing it's just called something different yeah but but you know now they're waiting if they know that the families from another country are coming and so they're waiting for you at the airport and so they kidnap. assault kidnapped you assault you and you know and uh, ask for ransom. ransoms oh, and it's another 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 nightmare for all these families so yeah, I I never went back to El Salvador. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I can't. I I don't know why you would. Yeah. No, I mean it's not like yeah. it's a constant. You know, now anyway, nowadays yeah. it's not. You know, it's, it's different. You know, it's not people live. You know, are able to. You know, make make sure. a life for themselves. Yeah. It's not as bad as, bad you know, as, it, as, used bad as it used to, to be. Mm-hmm. And and again, in, in I mean, what we lived through was nothing because that was when it was starting, mm-hmm. even, you know. So what we yeah. lived through was probably just the beginning of, you know, whatever worse. other... Other people worse have worse stories. So what you described is pretty horrific, and you're saying it got worse. Yeah. For some people, yeah. yeah they did go mm-hmm. through worse. Families, you know, lost, you know, half, of, the, half of their family mm-hmm. members and, and yeah, the, the whole, you know... Oh, <laughs> so that the, that's why I say that we we were blessed in a sense because our whole family was able to leave the country and came together. We we always remained together, while other families they had to leave behind Others. their children sometimes or their parents sometimes, 
you know, to to be able to do something outside and then and then come back come back and get their their family. So. Well, let me ask you this: when you see the situations on our border again, the media spins things any way they want. So who knows what's really going on? What do you what do you think of when you see that these people crossing the crossing the border like they're there? You guys I, came in a car. I can understand why they're doing it. Oh, I, t- I can understand. I, I, I totally. would do the same thing if I was living in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a sacrifice that they make, but I guess the the hope of making it across and you know making a better life for themselves, their children, mm-hmm. is worth it. You know, risking their life than to stay. Well, I lived down in Palm Springs for a while, and there's a little town called Mecca down there. Mm. And it's, I would say, I would consider it kind of a dumpy town by American standards. And I looked at that, and I'm thinking to myself, what must they be coming from if they're, if they're coming to that little dive of a town? I can't imagine the the horrors they must be coming from to risk so much mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. to yeah. this, and that's that's one again one of the reasons I wanted to have you here is is when I hear people tearing tearing down the country. I mean, what would you say? What would you say if have you have you had conversations with people that have that kind of mentality? <laughs> um, in in a sense. They, because they see, yeah, you know, politically, I, I don't want to get political here, but the U.S. did have a lot to do with some of the stuff that happened, you know. So that's the part that they resent the U.S. for. Because they yeah. were supporting, the, the dark. they were supporting the corrupted government. And that's the, okay, you know, what the citizens also have. We're fighting against. Mm-hmm. And so how can, how, how, how can, can you, you support somebody who's oppressing us? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. So that's that's some. So there the, is some. I mean, obviously, there is some. Yeah. Governments are, by nature, I think horrible. There's Just, some interest. So yeah, know. it's a selfish, power-driven. I'm not a fan of any governments, really. Honestly, I'm not an anarchist, but the corruption is ridiculous on every level, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the philosopher. No, the uh, secret combinations is. I used to think those were like al-Qaeda mm-hmm. in the Middle East, but it's, I think it's government it, to see, yeah. There's more than that. We only, in the news, we hear one thing, but we don't know what actually is happening. What's You hear what the news wants you to hear. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. hard to know what's really going on, but no. Uh, yeah. Unless you live through it, then you actually yeah. know, know, what's, you know what's going on. Yeah. But, um, I mean, and, and that's, that's, you know, a lot of stuff but as far as you know that yeah i mean people appreciate you know and at least the u.s treats its citizens you know there's a basic you know human level of decency decency that you know at least we get that here where in other countries you know Mm -hmm. they don't care yeah and you know and and yeah it's a lot of again there's a lot of people with the who, who want control you know but the the good thing about the United States, I think, is because of the Constitution and the the first fathers, and what they have a good idea, you know, of how it should be. Yeah, and so and if we continue with with that, and I think that's the reason why the country is the way it is compared to other countries. But the founding fathers, the founding fathers are just grumpy old white men. How? <laughs> but how? they knew. They knew what. Because uh, I, I hear, I hear basic, that all the time. But, 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 the, but at least the basic, you know, mm-hmm. the basic respect for human, mm-hmm. you know, and the efforts that people make. At least, you know, there's that respect. And that freedom, you know, of, uh, of uh, being able to express yourself, which uh, in other countries you don't have. Yeah, that First mm-hmm. Amendment. Freedom of speech thing doesn't yeah. exist, yeah. right? Yeah, they no, and so that's the that's the reason, you know. That why is it that we were always afraid of of expressing ourselves? Because if you do, I mean, next day you're you're, you're end up you and your whole family, <laughs> not just dead, but as probably an exam- and and set us an example. If you speak against us, this mm-hmm. is what 
Yeah. And, and that's not just in our country. I, you know, in other countries, I, I saw it too. So it's, it's not. No, yeah. no country has a monopoly on evil <laughs> or go- or goodness. <laughs> no, but you know the 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 opportunity. And again, the other thing is the opportunities here in the U.S. Yes, you know it's hard, but you have more opportunities here than you do mm-hmm. in a you know like in other countries. It's more of a level playing field to have a right. decent life. Yeah, right, you right. do. If you really, a lot of people have made it because because you know that that. Uh, if you you can make it, that's the thing. If you really work hard and focus on what you really want to do, you you are able to make it. Yes, there are a lot of um, uh, obstacles. St- obstacles in of front of you, yeah. you yeah. know, because yeah, there will be a lot of them. But if you can make it through, you know, here you can make it. While in other countries, probably. The the obstacles are a lot huger that. No matter what you do, someone's going to take whatever you, yeah, success you create. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the things that happen in, like in El Salvador, Latin America countries, it's like one person has sole power over if you make it or not. Yeah. If somebody mm-hmm. does not like you, does not want you to succeed, they can you know just you know Squish. with with their own powers with their own connections tell them. No, don't give him the position. Don't let him get grants. Don't let him, you know. Mm-hmm. And they they have the power to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you here, I mean, you, you know, their uh, their law is written, and so there's always something that is the good thing is that there's always something that protects the individual here. The while in other yes, ones, the rights of the individual are mm-hmm. paramount here, which mm-hmm. yeah. you maybe not seeing elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's the good. That's the good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. you hear people sometimes you hear people you. saying the Constitution is old and outdated and it should be re- rewritten. What do you say to that? Yeah, I mean, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Absolutely, I you know, think so. saying that in things change. You know, yeah, it's old. Times but, change, but, but keep you know, it fair, but I think. from yeah, as long as you know, it's it keeps and it's good for everyone. I think. It's, it respects people's rights and you know and but for the most part i think it, it works mm-hmm. it has worked all this time <laughs> why is it that in other countries we're still having problems well yeah i i've with mexico and south america i've never heard anything other you know, some of them are i've heard good things like costa rica yeah, but, costa rica is but i know el, el salvador has been a mess for 40 50 years mexico has a corruption problem out I mean you go when you go visit you know we we our kids are whining about their their internet being too slow <laughs> and we've just visited someone who has dirt floors and they're and they're happy with it and the cities the streets are all a mess and and so yeah I'm not a big fan of taxation but I see the upsides of that too yeah where you have some mm-hmm. you know infrastructure that's not falling apart but I think it's another thing obviously is um, you know the education because at least like in in our country yeah a, a certain till a certain time the education was there but then after that you know you you don't have the opportunity to con if you have the uh, talent there are a lot of hidden talents out there you know that it just goes to waste because you never no opportunity got the opportunity to, to, to express to it. it mm-hmm. While here, I mean, even in elementary school, you know, you you are able to see those talents and are, and then you can help those students mm-hmm. to to become. Them, yeah. mm-hmm. And and then you see the difference on you don't you don't hide those talents <laughs> if if you can. I mean, I I, I you know there there are times that of course is you know the situation is different but um if you if you weren't able to discover the talent is because you missed that opportunity not because you didn't have the opportunity while in other countries you know you have it but the doors are shut down so the entrepreneurial you. spirit is there but just not the mechanism to right. let it flourish exactly mm-hmm. like there are more and more opportunity here yeah i mean because people you know are, are 
busy worrying about, you know, their day-to-day living, you know, how, you know, am I going to have enough money to pay, you know, for food, for rent, you know, they don't have time to sit back and say, oh, okay, I can start a business and, you know, or, you know, my creative, let my creativity, you know, they, they, there's no time for that. Just in survival, survival mode is, is, yeah, that is the biggest, what's crusher of entrepreneurial spirit just when you're surviving because you can't think about anything else mm-hmm. and so we're uh your parents are they still with us yeah my yeah? dad dad passed away right what seven years ago seven fifty oh my gosh 12 12 <laughs> so years ago now, 12 now. Okay. seven twelve it's all fuzzy <laughs> man yeah 2007 right yeah. okay 2000 and your mom Mom's still with us. With us yes. And where does she live? She lives in Springville. Okay, she's here. Okay, yes. good. And are you sibling wise, where are your other siblings? They're here. They're here in, in Utah, Utah County? Mm-hmm. No, in uh, Salt Lake. And well, Hugo's the one in Salt Lake. Yeah. He's the only one, actually. Uh, yeah, everyone else is nearby. <laughs> well, this is a great Stay success together. story. That's a, that's a true, not rags to riches, but. Because you weren't working. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, that's exactly it. And so when us fat, lazy Americans are whining about how hard our lives are, that's why I yeah. want to hear stories like this. Yeah, that makes me at least appreciate what yeah. I don't take have. for granted. Basically, of what we, you have, and we because do because we have no perspective. Right. I don't and think that's a, that's the whole thing. There's no perspective of. You know what you have and what others don't until you live through it then you, yeah. you don't and even visiting because whenever we go to visit we go to cabo and we try to find we go and we tap into the local ward and try to find someone to help something to do just to see because there's the tourist side which is that's great and it's fun but i want to get and do something while i'm there and mm-hmm. it, i don't know if it's Am I really doing anything? I don't know. I try, just at least to show inspire, my kids. I just inspire. I think to show up and be there. I think you inspire yeah. others. And I think this, like hearing <clears throat> other people's voices, also is a, is a good way because then it will, it will probably, <clears throat> it will um, open someone's heart. Let's say here, you know, I have it really good here, <laughs> you know. I've, I've, and yeah, by doing this, the pen writing, you know, and letting people know what's going on and what's going on here and everywhere else, it's, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a seed that is planted to open someone's mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because I look, I mean, just, just what I look outside of my window here and this is ridiculous in a good way and this is a palace you're, <laughs> it's you're ridiculous. blessed it is it, <laughs> you know, it is and sometimes you know, I'm like, some other people I don't, live I don't yeah because we go down there and see and mm-hmm. and then my son's whining about his internet speed I'm like son did you not just see what we saw you know and how they just don't understand because uh, again like I said the perspective you know that it, it's not something that they you know um they're forced to be yeah yeah to live that way unless you unless you it's kind of like a a simple example you may have heard it the difference between if i tell you that this candle the fire it burns you know you you know yeah it burns so what uh or i tell you put your hand there and burn yourself so the difference is one's understanding the other one is feeling feeling it one's an idea one's experiencing it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it is. So they really. I mean, you can tell them, but they really, they can just get an idea. But until maybe later on through life is when they become to understand and and realize through their own experiences. Through their own mm-hmm, is when is, they so. yeah. And experience, I think, is what it makes people mature too. Like you, why why do, why do you do what you do? Why do you feel so strongly about it? You've grown up, became and, interested, and, and you've mm-hmm. become interested in other people's stories, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that that's a gift from God. I've I I don't think I've ever had to really work at that, so I don't I don't know if I appreciate that because I love hearing. That's why you're here, mm-hmm. but but I don't. That just I've, I've always had that. Is from that, a young age, you, I, th- you, I think 
you from like high school age I, I i found myself being interested in people and just hearing their stories maybe that's just what i tell myself to justify what i'm doing i don't know <laughs> no i mean this is that's that's why you're here yeah i think it's 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 well in my opinion i think it's correct it's it's right because if it wasn't, then you wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping it, to add some value. You to that. It took by, you to this this, yeah. this part where you're hearing every because not just you, but everyone else, you know, other people who are interested probably, you know, will hear and and maybe connect and want to do something about it too. Or at the very least, just help them understand or help them appreciate grow. what they have. Yeah, grow. Because, I, like I say, I think we're humans, you know, that that's what we need to have that connection. Because if it never comes to your path, how would you know? You know, it needs to come to you. And this is one way, you know, they create that, that an idea already of, oh, you know what, this, these people are going through that. And then... As as we hear, we we are learning, experiencing, and maturing, and to a point that it will be a time when, you know, it will click and say, "Oh, this is what I probably need to do, for yeah. for society," because we are, you know, we are humans. That's that's how we work. We all we need each other. Absolutely, we need each other. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, yeah, I think opening <clears throat> you're opening a window, and uh, you know, yeah. having people understand you know the other side too and not to be so quick to judge yeah you know as to why people do what they do and why they live the way they do you know mm -hmm. kind of under be more understanding more patient with others that are not the same as they are you know because they come from a different background they have lived through things that we could not even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, every house has a story is what I say all the time. Mm -hmm. And when I say house, I don't mean physically a house, mm -hmm. but you as a house, yeah. you as a house, your yeah. experiences you've had yeah. make you make the decisions. Yeah. We, and it is easy to just judge them and, exactly. well, you're an idiot for doing that. Well, we there's can't. a reason why. So I've tried to change my approach and ask people, well, why do you, especially politically because we're in such a politically charged world right now mm -hmm. why do you think the way you think um for example i had my cousin on the other day and she's raised in berkeley the bay area extreme very very liberal uh mindset that she's grown up with her whole life and when roe v wade was overturned she just lost her mind and was this is the worst thing that can happen and i didn't really understand why she felt that way so i said come on and I just want to hear why this is so important to you. And I learned a lot. And in this social media world, we can just easy to bash each other mm -hmm. behind our keyboards. And so a lot of her friends were like, that was great that you two could come together because I've generally a conservative mindset where I was grazed and we don't have to kill each other. We can just understand why. And I didn't really want, I wasn't trying to change your mind. And just to listen, was, just to listen, and hope my mind could get some. I was open to having my mind changed, and if we yeah. did more of that, yeah. then maybe less problems like you grew up with. Mm -hmm. It's that one of the important things that I actually have learned as I grow is that part. Don't ever judge anybody, you know, because I, you know, we we are people who like to judge anyway, no matter what. We the because that's our first impression. Our first impression, we are already judging, and and you know, and so so then you're not. This is me, of course, you know, trying to analyze. Yeah, <laughs> in to be able to hear you, to be able to listen to you, I shouldn't be judging you. Then I'm listening to you 100 percent. It's a skill. Mm -hmm. Listening is a it skill. Is? Yeah. Listening to understand, not listening to know what you're going to say next. And I, when I first started my podcast, I, I would list out my questions, and I found that I was so hyper focused on the next question that I wasn't listening to the first one, yeah. the answer to the first one. So I stopped doing that, and just let it flow, because yeah. it's easy to. And several times I've had to stop myself in this conversation while you were talking. I was thinking about what I was going to say next, and I had to tell my brain, "Shut up, just yeah. let her. Doesn't matter what you're going to say, just let her talk." So I still have to work on that. 
because we're conditioned to just <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> say say the next thing and have the yeah. So as I, I as as I think we're wrapping this up, what counsel would you have for? I call us fat lazy Americans who don't appreciate what we have. What counsel would you have to people? who just don't have a perspective and you know it's not their fault they just don't have a perspective mm -hmm. but. but uh going back to what i just said you know just keep an open mind you know when you meet somebody who's you know not looks different native. thinks different mm -hmm. it's not native you or know why they think why they think differently because and of it you never know yeah well, if you do stop and listen then you might learn something let me back up i didn't even ask this question since being here, you've been here most of your life. Uh, do you experience racism from mm -hmm. other other you know, cultures I or was other lucky. races here? I, I was I was lucky. I, I felt like, or either that, or it's because I ignore it myself. I I I never felt it That's myself. Good. Myself, I I didn't because I try not to focus so much on what others are assuming things i hear it i hear that it happens it ha it has happened to my friends and things and then but my experience has always been a little bit different and i think it's because uh, as an individual it's something that i'm not focusing on i'm focusing on moving forward and and not those things that will block me because it's all it's, emo it's an emotional thing you know when you feel like you're not wanted you know, I, I I I hear it, and I can I can imagine how that person might be feeling, but then I I don't want to feel that way, so I just ignore it. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I just so I you I see what you want to see. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. So and so I'm happier that. Way. <laughs> so I'm that's, happy. That's a good. That's a good perspective. <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't either. I honestly no, I I've never. And sometimes, you know, some people have said, did you look, did you see that way that person, you know, mm -hmm. said something or looked at you? And I'm like, no. So someone else with you noticed something, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. didn't. Exactly. Because they're that, looking for it right, almost. Mm, right. And they say things or, you know, they block. But yeah. again, like we're saying, it's not something that I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking for that. I'm, I'm focusing on, on what I'm doing right now that, you know, if you have a, Again, that path, yeah, and yeah, and, and th there are a lot of assumptions, yeah, and people, there are people who are vicious and mean, and they want to do hurt you, if you allow them, you know. So it, it you it, don't allow it. I don't allow myself. I don't. Maybe they did, okay, but they are the ones who did it. Not I continue. Yeah. Moving, you know, mentally, of course, because all this is mental anyway. We do. We do give a lot of power to other people sometimes mm, without exactly. us without realizing it. I, I, it's funny though because Lily, our, our younger sister, she says she has too. She has experienced a few times mm -hmm. when people would comment or say things that were, you know, kind of racist. So she, she says she has, but directly to her, or just in general, that they were just being idiots. It both directly to okay. her and in general that she's, she says she's, mm. she's experienced that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's always going to be that. There's always going to be racist people. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's when I hear the America is systemically racist. That's where I, I have again, I'm of the majority class too. I'm white, male, Christian, straight, whatever. So I haven't seen it, and I, I haven't heard of a lot of people who have seen it, but. You hear about it in the media, but they're trying to stir people up also. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, of course, I don't want to, because I know that there, there are people who have lived it, you know, and, but sometimes I think we, we pay too much attention to it. We, we are allowing it to be a part of our, let's, let's pretend, of course, I'm, I, obviously I'm Hispanic, and there have been people who, who have said things, oh, you know, you Mexican, because all of us, even, for, even if I'm from El Salvador, whatever they are, they'd say that we are Mexican. Mexican, Mexican is also uh, from 
Mexico all the way to, all the way to, <laughs> to South, South America. America. Everyone is Mexican, and I have heard. Yeah. Um, what's the word that you know when to belittle you or to make you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but but I say those are just words. You know, is this person is uh, is already when something is getting podrido, <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> My Rot- when someone rotten. is getting rotten, <laughs> you know, that person is... is it's already is, a rotten person. Oh. Ro- you know, so, you know, why should I pay attention to these, these words that are not helping me anyway? But I have to disagree with you in, in a certain extent, because we do have to make people aware of it, that it's there, that it's happening. Yeah, but I'm... We I'm cannot ta- hide, you know, not... Yeah. I mean, I know you're, maybe you're <laughs> talking just to a, a person, an individual, mm-hmm. but also you need to let others know that, hey, this person, you know, is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm you know, not, yeah. Th- th- this is their, their their way of thinking, you know, it's like, do you agree with it? Do you agree with their... No, you know? I don't agree with No, 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 I'm just saying... Absolutely. Just to, to let them know, okay, this is this is who it is, you know, yeah. this is that, that, and they can think whatever they want, but yeah. is that somebody you really want to associate yourself no, with? No, of course not, you know? yeah. yeah. You have to make others aware, that's what I'm saying, that they, it exists. Of course, and then, and then even calling it out. Um, that's... Ironically yeah. enough... I was in the temple, Payson Temple, and I heard some old, old guys making derogatory comments about Mexicans. And I was floored. I'm like, okay, who's, we're, we're in the temple, the house of God, in theory, mm-hmm. and you're debasing Mexican people who are children of God as well. So maybe you ought to think about that. And I thought these old guys were just gonna tear into me. But they they didn't they acknowledged you know that they were, and it, and if you were to ask them are, are you a racist person they probably would have said no well, no yeah. no but yeah and I don't it, it is making a ridiculous comment you're not thinking through make you racist I don't yeah. know it's just ignorant I think and, ignorance and, and, yeah. it's just ignorance and I think it's just they're not sensitive enough to think about their words yeah yeah and it's a lazy thinking anyway. Mm-hmm. And not someone not, li- not like someone because of a race. No. If you're not going to like someone, don't like them because they're they're, they're an person. asshole <laughs> yeah. or something. Their yeah. personality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least put some effort into it. Right. But, or sometimes yeah. they just. I think people just repeat what they, what, what others just to agree with the group, you know, and they repeat things that it could be hurtful to others, but they mm-hmm. don't realize. Again, that's the ignorance and not being aware of you know maybe later on there's a shoot i shouldn't have said that <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But by then it's too late sometimes but, yeah. well ladies thank you so much oh, for you. coming you. this has been really really interesting if nothing else i got something out of it so i hope <laughs> it, someone else did um any any final thoughts that you might have that something i didn't ask you that you might want to share but yeah, we're we're absolutely yeah, yeah thankful that uh, you know what this country has offered us, being mm-hmm. able to you know get to where we are. You know, mm-hmm. we we have lived the American dream, and it it is possible. Mm-hmm. And give others the opportunity yeah. to also, you know, be able to achieve it. The tools are have been given to are given to us. You know, like tools are there. It's up to you to use them and use them well. Darn, that's personal responsibility. <laughs> How dare you say such horrible things that we're each responsible for our own outcomes to, for some, to some extent, yeah. No, that's very good. That's true. Thank you again for your perspective and, you. and what you've done. And that's a big, it helps, helps me try to appreciate more of where I'm at in life right now and, and the things I have. So, so. Thank you again for listening to the Parish to Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. You're still here? Click on the next episode for more from the Parish to Thought Show.
Thank you again for listening to the show. I really appreciate the time you spend to hear the words and hear our guests. If you or anyone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email to parishpodcast at gmail.com. That's parishpodcast at gmail.com.